Thank you for choosing to listen to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. Each of these messages were given by various faculty, staff, and friends of Emmaus Bible College. To view each series as a whole or for more information about similar Emmaus ministries, please visit concerninghim.com. The greatest discovery or find in life that we could become excited about is not a new gold mine, it is not a new technology stock that is about to take off, it is not even for a single person to find a a wonderful partner in life to marry. The greatest discovery in life is really the good news from God. Call this the gospel. It is God's plan for us, it is God's blessing for us to come into everlasting life, forgiveness of all our sins, eternity with God. There's nothing superior to this, nothing to outdo this in value. This is the message of Christianity, a message of the gospel. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. And this salvation is entirely through Him. Jesus is the way, He is the truth, He is the life. No one comes to the Father, God the Father, except through Him. In Him is life. He is the source of life for every human being who is in a state of death because of our sin. We are separated from God. To understand this message in its simplicity and clarity is crucial for everyone. Paul, the apostle, did not start out as a follower of Christ. He started out as an enemy of this whole movement centered on Jesus of Nazareth. In a dramatic way, God appeared to him. The risen Christ himself appeared to him, revealed himself to this man who was opposing him, And that brought about a whole transformation in the life of this man called Saul from the city of Tarsus, whom we know as St. Paul or the Apostle Paul. He was commissioned as an apostle. He took up his task earnestly and immediately. And in the epistle to the Galatians where we are, he is communicating to them to correct them from an error in regard to the message of the gospel that has come into their midst. To understand the gospel correctly is crucial, that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came into the world, entering into our form of existence as a true human being, that He lived a sinless and perfect life, and yet He gave His life as a sacrifice on behalf of sinners like us by being put to death on the cross. It was really the wickedness of other humans, people around, the leadership in the nation that he was part of, the, the, the intentions and purposes of the Roman governor who passed the sentence on him. It is these human decisions and agencies that actually put him on the cross. At the same time, it was also the purpose of God that put him on the cross, the purpose of God to provide us salvation. So Jesus Christ 
is the center of the message of the gospel. Life is through him. It is through his work we are brought to God. We cannot contribute to it in any way through our own good deeds, even though we are called and designed to live good, holy, righteous, and perfect lives before God. So in writing to first-generation Christians in the first century, the Apostle Paul uh, says in Galatians chapter 1, verse 11, I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. The message of the gospel is not a humanly concocted message. Very often in um, studying religions, we go in the direction of what are the human forces, um, sociological influences, ideologies present in the world that leads to a certain uh, set, set of dogma, of ideas. The gospel, says the Apostle Paul, was not something that arose out of society that was affected by ideologies and forces of various nature. The good news came from God himself. It was not designed by man. It was not taught by man. In fact, this whole emergence of Christianity is a great mystery in the sense that even the early followers, the disciples of Jesus, had to reckon with who they were dealing with. Their experience with him in the short period of three years of accompanying him once he began his public ministry was such that they had to marvel at every turn. He was a man who fully appeared to be a man, who seemed to be much more than a man. He would claim prerogatives and powers which did not belong to ordinary people, such as forgiving sin. Then he would demonstrate that he was not just an ordinary man because the same person whose sin he forgave, he was able to, to heal from paralysis so that the man who was brought to his presence paralyzed, being carried on a pallet or a bed, was able to get up and then carry that pallet himself. Or they would be on the lake in the middle of a, a storm, uh, fierce winds, and he could simply say, be quiet, and the storm would stop. He would, he raised the dead in their sight. He turned water into wine. He multiplied loaves and fish so that out of just a few, he was able to feed thousands. All of these demonstrated that Jesus was no ordinary man, that he was indeed, as he was to be acknowledged, the Son of God, one who came from heaven. The message was that he came from heaven, not merely to perform wonders and miracles and signs and have great deeds performed here on earth, but to bring us who are earthly and are lost and separated from God back to God to give us the hope and the promise and the guarantee of heaven for eternity, for everlasting time. So he came down from heaven 
to bring us to God and ultimately to bring us to God, his own death and sacrifice on our behalf was necessary. So this, this is at the heart of the good news of God, that God loves us so much that he gave his own son, his only begotten son, who came into our midst and revealed himself in the person of Jesus Christ, that he gave him to us so that we may not perish in our sins, but have everlasting life through faith in Jesus Christ. And so this is the message that St. Paul, the Apostle Paul was preaching, and some have come and corrupted it. They corrupted it by adding works of human religious activity um, to the message of the gospel. They thought that it was not enough to believe, but also to practice certain acts of religion prescribed in the Old Testament law for Israel in order to be saved. So he speaks to them saying, look, the message of the gospel, the good news of salvation is something that God gave. We cannot change it. It is not open to amendments and alteration by uh, human agencies. People can't simply change the message of God. He himself did not concoct it out of his own opinions. He did not receive it from any man. It is not a, a, a good news of human origin. He was not taught it in the traditions that he grew up in. Now, Paul uh, had uh, a firm training in religion. Although he was from Tarsus, which was in Turkey, modern Turkey, um, both in his youth and in his adulthood, he spent significant time in Jerusalem. Uh, he claims, according to his own testimony, uh, to have been the student, a pupil of a very prominent rabbi in Judaism, whose name is Gamaliel. So he studied under Gamaliel in Jerusalem, and yet the gospel did not come out of that training. And he will explain this as we go further. Uh, in his epistle. He got the message when God appeared to him in the person of the risen Christ while he was on the mission to persecute Christians. And that was transforming. Paul came to realize that until that point he was operating under a kind of blindness. And this is sort of our experience too. We are born into a world of confusion in spiritual darkness hearing so many diverse opinions about what is truth or even that truth doesn't matter or that there is no truth or that all religions are paths that lead to the same end like all rivers that flow into the sea. All of these are there, but all things cannot be true. Things which are mutually contradictory cannot be true. And it is the gospel comes to us with divine attestation. It's not only something that we accept simply because we choose to believe. It comes with a lot of authentication unlike any other message concerning life and eternity and God. Jesus 
actually came into real time, real history, lived 2,000 years ago in a real place in the Middle East, appeared to actual people. And the people who spread this message considered this historical reality extremely, extremely important. The reality and the guarantee of the message was that Christ, whom they knew, who died on the cross, had risen from the dead. It is this resurrection from the dead that guaranteed to them the truth of the message and confidence in preaching him. Christianity exists because Jesus Christ rose from the dead, and there's nobody else like him in all of history. So there are not many truths in the world, certainly not according to the New Testament. There is only one truth for all human beings to come to know and have life through the living God. And that message is the message centered on Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. That he came to bring us to God through his sacrifice on our behalf by becoming a true human being, coming down from heaven and living a sinless and perfect life on behalf of sinners like us and offering his life on the cross as a sacrifice to reconcile us with God and guaranteeing all of that by his resurrection from the dead, ascending to heaven and giving us a promise that he will return. So this message ought not to be changed. It is not a humanly concocted message. It is a divinely granted truth. Paul will go on to say that the message is in fact a divinely derived one that he did not make it up. And the evidence that he didn't make it up is that all of his background and experience speaks against the possibility that he could have made it up. He did not start out as a follower of Jesus, but became a follower of Jesus by a dramatic experience of being turned around. All of his previous experience, his training, his education were in the opposite direction. It was really the intervention of God that changed him. The same God that intervened in the life of Paul is seeking to come into our life and experience as well when we turn to him in faith. And that would be the grand beginning of a new journey where our destiny is wrapped up in Christ and our hope is secured by what he has done for us. May that be your experience. Thank you for listening to the Emmaus Radio Ministry Podcast. This ministry is possible because of the generous contributions from our partners around the world. For more information about partnering with us, please visit emmaus.edu partner.